you can ask a men's basketball player, Sam Hoiberg, and Jeff Grace III. This is Walk On Weekly. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weeknights. And I am Harrison Arns here with Jeff Grace the Third. No Sam Hoiberg today, but that's all right. Got basketball activities to attend to, so it's going to be me and Jeff cutting it up here for about an hour, and then we'll have a break there before we get to Eric Strickland and Cluster Johnson with We Talk Facts, and that will go from eight to nine p.m. So we got a couple here, a couple good shows here left on Ticket Weeknights. I uh, just got some cultural series going again. So if you want to watch us, make sure you go to the streams on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, and Allo Channel 951 uh, to get all the streaming content, put a face to the voice, and stay plugged in. Uh, but Jeff Grace the Third is here with us. I know you just got back from practice. Must have went pretty long today, huh? Oh, well, actually, it didn't go too bad. I mean, lately it hasn't been that bad. Uh, we've kind of just been doing, like, the basics, kind of, like, trying to get the new people to kind of understand the offense and defense. So it hasn't been too long or like too bad. It's just basically just getting us prepared for what's to come. Cause you know, like once we hit July, pretty much it's going to be on from there and it's going to come at us pretty fast and we're all like kind of used to it. So just kind of getting us prepared for everything. Yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of wonder, you know, obviously I played basketball at the high school level. The plays aren't going to be as dramatic. What is that like for you when you actually got to college, when you started learning those D1 offenses? Is it a lot to take in? Obviously, you don't have to give Fred Hoiberg's, you know, scouting <laughs> report. But what is that like taking that in, you know, at the D1 level, defensively and offensively? Um, It's not too bad. I would just say, like, for here, like, when I transferred, I would say what helped me a lot is just learning the concepts of, like, what something is called mm -hmm. and then, like, kind of going on from there and, like, when I'm on the, like the sidelines, just watching the team in front of me, that's helped me a lot kind of grow and develop into the player I kind of want to become. So I would say just those two things have helped me really grow. So does it take uh, long to like kind of figure it out or because you're in a position where you got to watch obviously and see what's going on first, but is it kind of easy to pick up or does it still take like trial and error? It's definitely challenging at the, at the beginning because I feel like when you, like, at first, I, I would say I was overthinking a lot. So, like, when you overthink, you're kind of, like, already going out. Yeah, of the, the classic. You miss yeah. the pass a second late and it's yeah. turnover. So, just kind of be free. And, like, the coaches are there to help you. Mm -hmm. So, what's helped me a lot is, like, going in to get extra, like, film work and, like, going over with them. So, like, try to understand it a lot more rather than just doing it all by myself and, like, learning it all by myself. That's what's helped me a lot. So, yes, it was challenging at first, like, just because, like, the college aspect of everything and like you're playing at a division one level like that's the highest level you can play at so um it was challenging but obviously in life there comes with perks and uh pros and cons at the end of the day so i mean it's tough like the change of everything but i'm sure like once you slow it down and really under truly understand it then you're you're fine from there on yeah, I suppose a lot of it's just lingo too. It's it's a lot of like football. Yeah, you just go to a different team. Yeah. a lot of the same stuff you and, gotta figure and out. And also another thing, like just don't get distracted by the noise. Like focus on what's in front of you, and like just get prepared for each and every day of what's going to happen in practice. What kind of noise do you think distracts like today's modern athletes from well, not locking in? Well, no, obviously social media. Mm -hmm. That's very. That uh, takes over everyone, affects, even yeah. your everyday accountants losing his life to TikTok. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I mean, that affects everything pretty much. Um, sleeping. Yeah. Sleeping is a huge one. Uh, sometimes I don't get the proper rest I need, which I've been working on lately. So that's been going a lot better for me. What you eat has helped me a lot. Our nutritionist uh, does a really great job of telling us like the, 
good things to eat and the bad things to eat to stay away from. Um, another thing, I would just say your mind, to be honest, because at the end of the day, it is a mental game mm-hmm. more than a physical. So, I mean, just making sure you have the right approach. Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, mentally, too, because if you know you just have a bad day, you see it all the time in the NBA and you get to the they do their scouting reports before they get drafted and you see all these workouts. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget Alonzo Ball must have been apparently atrocious, uh, but he still gets drafted number two. Summer league goes great beginning of the season rocky and all that but nonetheless he did start to prove it um we're talking before the break looks like his career is probably over which is a bummer for people yeah. who like those true um kind of play style point guards and we'll we'll dive into that as well i do want to talk some nba here especially with the suns because that's new owner syndrome to me i want to dive into that too we see that all the time with new owners trying to make a big splash yeah didn't like the trade but again i do want to dive into that later so be tuned in 402-464-5685 that is the starter hammond text line so if you guys want to join the show Feel free to do so. Now, what about physically, um, especially just Big Ten wise? Was there, you know, a kind of a, I want to say like a learning area of, I knew I was needed to get stronger, but, you know, there's certain workouts, maybe even lower body that I'm just getting bullied out here if I don't get stronger. Yeah, um, that was definitely a challenge because for me in high school, I didn't really work out as much. Mm-hmm. So like. Just kind of the natural athlete. Yeah. So coming into college, uh, you like. I kind of like showed that like hard work really does pay off. And like, if you don't work hard, then uh, the person's going to get by you. Someone's going to get past you. Someone's going to get in front of you. Like all those things you do really matter. So at the end of the day, like you have to take that really seriously. Um, I feel like we have a really good workout program. Like it like builds our muscles and everything Mm -hmm. and like gets us in shape to play, run back and down the court. Like defense yeah. offense, you know, especially with Fred Hoiberg, I feel like he he demands that of you guys because that's one thing. Yeah. Um, I felt like you guys deserve a lot of credit from everyone thinks of like transition as offense, mm-hmm. uh, but your transition defense last year that I feel like that, especially down the stretch when you're losing players left and right, I felt like that really saved you guys. And yeah. you know, just getting down on that end of the floor, it's something that's so easy, uh, but you don't see a lot of teams do it, you mm-hmm. know, even in the NBA and playoffs, like you'll see just blowing possessions where you see a guy walking down the court. You know, what was it about that team last year where that defensive transition, which is something I was really impressed by, you know, was that Fred Hoiberg, you know, really demanding that out of you guys? Is that something at the beginning of the year you knew had to be done and you just got better at it naturally? Um, I mean, obviously our coaches like really uh, inputted that a lot. Mm-hmm. So like in practice, we'd go over that a lot. But at the end of the day, like coaches really can't do a lot for you. Yeah, like, It's all on the players at the end of the day. So like I'd just say like that group of like how we came together uh in the summer really really helped a lot and like really grew a bond throughout the season which really helped us in a lot of like tough uh ending finishing games um so i would just say like because on defense like offense is like offense is pretty easy uh i mean so defense is really like the struggle in most in most cases so i would just say we really focused on our defense because offense like yeah, like somebody's gonna make shots, somebody's gonna miss shot, but like defense is what people should take pride in. And I feel like we really took pride on the defensive end because um we wanted to win the game and we know like defense is a really important part of winning the game. So I would say we just locked in like the key concepts of not letting this team get as many points where like boxing out was a huge thing for mm-hmm. us. Um taking charges another thing, diving on the floor, beating the first of the floor. That was a big thing. So I would just say like the small little concepts helped us along the way. Yeah. And uh you guys' rotations I felt like got really crisp as well, especially towards the end there. And it was kind of funny. 
Um, <laughs> watching other teams trying to figure out the Derek Walker rotations. <laughs> uh, that was so many times they'd, they'd always want to try, try to double him. And yeah, then you yeah. see everyone chasing out. Uh, and then when K-State Tominaga really got it going, a lot of teams kind of threw that one out the window of like trying to double up Walker all the time. But mm-hmm. no, you're absolutely right. Defense, I, I can't get over how many teams. That's what I think infuriates me the most about the NBA. Um, during the regular season, I get it. It's hard mm-hmm. to play 82 sound defensive games. But in the playoffs, we saw with the Lakers, um, I didn't think they had any place really being as far as they went. But as the series went on, it was their defense. I might honestly call the Lakers the second best team in the playoffs after that year. Because, I mean, they they took the Warriors defending champs. They beat them in Mm -hmm. six games. Mm -hmm. They take the Nuggets to six games. And the Nuggets, they beat everyone else um, in a sweeper in one game. So, again, it's just that defense that just gets you to the finish line so many times. March Madness, same thing. It's Your best people are always going to be your best defenders. Uh, it's something you guys really did well. There's stuff during the offseason that I feel like he's Fred Hoiberg's definitely hitting a point uh, where he's very defensive oriented with his rosters, kind of becoming aware of that Big Ten. Does he work on quite a few drills, just defensive drills during the summer? Like drills, meaning like just defensive drills? Yeah, like how much time are you spending on pure? Because I've been on some, you know, like high school uh, teams changing coaches. Like there's coaches that just don't put as much emphasis, whether because they trust the guys or they're just heavily offensive oriented. How much time do you guys put into that? Um, So we have like splitted segments. So the beginning will be like defense drills and stuff like that. Um, and then offensive segment will be after. So we kind of like really try to lock into like, just getting to our spots and really knowing the position that we have to be in. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we have to get corrected and then go back and try to try it again, try different positions, try to be in different situations to like make it seem like it's game like. So we they really stress on that a lot. Um, a lot of our coaches do a great job just trying to help us out in the right spot and also like uh, for players we watch film every night. Uh, they give us like a cleanup of the things we did in practice the day and that helps us out a lot just like knowing what we did wrong from right from wrong um so i would say it's been emphasized a lot um through the course Mm -hmm. of of our ongoing seasons yeah and you can definitely see that um i feel like just as a fan watching fred hoyberg that and the players just really buying in towards the end there but we already are up into our first break again we started a little later but that's all right um obviously basketball players got bigger priorities than doing a radio show so again <laughs> if you guys want to join the show catch us on streaming facebook youtube twitch and twitter as well as the starter Heyman text line i'm harrison Arns. that's jeff grace this is the walk on weekly i'm not a walk on jeff is sam's out but we'll be back right after the break